Welcome to the Coffee with Curls podcast, a place to have an honest conversation about everyday life with a side of knowledge and coffee. Tune in to a brand new episode. Hola, gente linda. As always, I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast and supporting me. And I just wanted to share that during this episode, as I recorded, um, even currently, my voice was kind of going in and out. I'm actually fighting a cold. <laughs> and so there's times that you may hear that or hear some kind of um, snifflies. And that's all me. And I'm so thinking about audio. So I want to give you guys a heads up on that. And you guys going to enjoy my special guest. So stay tuned to hear the rest. You are now listening to episode seven, season four, with special guest Clashe Bullard from A Diary of Afro Latina. Just people, it is your host, Mimi, with the Coffee with Curls podcast. And today I have a very special guest. Guest, introduce yourself. Hello, <laughs> it's me, TG Knows Curls, also known as a million other things, of <laughs> um, Diary of an Afro-Latina, um, all the above. <laughs> all the above, yes. <laughs> I met her, well, we accidentally met at a nail shop in Texas. But you saw me, yes. I didn't see you. <laughs> I yeah, I was that. like, is that Coffee with Curls? I was like, wait a minute. So I looked at your story and I was like, it is her. She's here. And I didn't want to yell. And I was okay. like, just the awkward person, like, hey, girl. <laughs> it's okay. I'd be like, yell. Yes, it's me. She's <laughs> like, here I come. I'm coming back. I sure did. I was like, I'm coming right back. It was a nice little nail shop, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's one thing I missed about being in Houston. Yeah, like nice little, they have like nice drinks and stuff. Oh, yes. And they just kept bringing them. They're like, you want another one? Yeah, can I have another one? Yes. You want another design? Yes. You want another picture? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Until that bill comes at the end and you're like, dang, did I just spend $150 up in here? What you do, drink? That's all I did. (laughs) That's hilarious. So I wanted to ask you, because of COVID, how is your soul doing today? How's my what again? soul how is your soul doing today? Ooh, that is a good question I I can honestly say I'm tired mm. I just honestly out of all honesty just exhausted um I didn't think it was just gonna be as hard like it wasn't bad working from home but then having to juggle like kids were here for a little bit and then now they just recently went back to school like last physically back to school last week and then having the little one here it's like, it's a lot because I don't want to put her in daycare. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to juggle work life and a one-year-old. Mm-hmm. So like I was telling you, I was like, I'm tired. And I was like, I just want to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame I you. Nap. <laughs> I'm sure, right? How are you managing with COVID? How are you and your family managing during this COVID time? I don't know. I, I would say a lot of the things that people have been doing, like I got upset when everybody was buying groceries, like um, like the virtual groceries and they dropped them off. I was like, I was doing that when I was pregnant because I didn't feel like, and I was like, what, a year or so ago, mm-hmm. over a year ago. And I was like, yeah, I was doing that when I was pregnant. And it was easy because I couldn't go up and down the stairs in my apartment at that time. So I'm like with groceries at that. 
And I was like, I was ordering groceries. Now everybody's ordering groceries and having to deliver their door. And I'm like, it used to be same day delivery. Now I can't get that no more. <laughs> so that's just one of those things. Like I've just been, uh, that's pretty much how I'm managing with it. And I'm, it, it's difficult though, because like I said, with the kids being back in school and with teachers like testing positive and you're just nervous, you're a nervous wreck when it comes to, you know, your kids and them coming home and then possibly giving it to the baby or to you and you stop to function. Um, things don't stop. Um, so yeah, that's how I'm managing it. I'm one of those people guilty because I never used it. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, during COVID, I had to, mm-hmm. because it was the only way I can get groceries. Mm-hmm. If not, the lines were just insane. All right. So I'm going to give you guys a heads up. My voice is going to go in and out. I've been fighting this damn allergy versus cold. Yeah. Tell me all about, are you still doing your podcast, A Diary of an Afro-Latina? I've been on pause just because she has been so active and needy that every time I try to record, even like when I'm recording just regular videos, I literally, it's hard because she, She's talking so much in the background. Like, I'm kind of hoping she'll say anything right now. <laughs> um, but she talks so much that I'm like, I don't want that much background. Obviously, it's still going to make me personal, but it's going to make it hard for people to, like, understand what's going on. So I- I'm trying to incorporate it back. Um, hopefully, I can get it back really soon or just find the time, whether it's, like, late uh-huh. at night and she's asleep or whatever the case may be, still be able to record. But yeah, it's still there. I still want to do it. It's just like, she's just, she's in that terrible two stage. She's in a terrible two stage. Uh, So it's like, yeah. Yeah, I hear her. She's like, "Mm, you're talking about me. "Mm." (laughs) I heard that. That was like, "Mm." (laughs) that was real Latina. Like, yeah, "Mm." that was a "Mm." Latina mom. (laughs) Really? (laughs) What you say about me? (laughs) Hmm. Which like, she she's gonna talk. Yep. <laughs> Should be ready too. Oh, that sounds like my. She mom gonna tell your so kinds much. of stuff. Oh my mom, you met my mom, so you know. Your mom is amazing. I love your mom. Oh my she's gosh. She's so cute. Oh my gosh, I have to tell you, like she's crazy. Tell me, especially like after we get up here, what all she's been at. She's been in Miami recently, and she's been traveling like crazy. So the lady's crazy. Go ahead, mom. Live your best life. Like, seriously. <laughs> I'm not go back home with your husband. Go home. <laughs> no. Enjoy yourself, mom. <laughs> I'm not I, even I'm talking to the wrong person. <laughs> not me. I support this. I'm with you. I forget you FaceTime me. Just as much. <laughs> oh, God. I miss traveling. Like, oh, I do. I'm actually it's just not all the way month. safe. Are you? Mm hmm. I'm gonna go visit family. Um, okay. but yeah, I'll be there next month. You got family in the Bronx, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you gotta go to this place. It's called Sona de Cuba. Oh, is that the place you always go to when you're there? No, I went for the first time for my birthday. Maybe that's what it was. I saw your post for mm-hmm. that. That's what it was. Rooftop oh. in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Live band Ooh. on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Amazing Cuban food. Ooh. amazing like drinks yeah I had um Hennessy with the marindo juice mix amazing so I suggest you go check that out if you're able to definitely with your friend 
So check that out. So what is it you miss about home? Because isn't that's where your family's from, right? That's where all my mom's side of the family is at. And basically, we could say where they're from. Because um, no one, I don't think anyone is still even back in Puerto Rico anymore, to be honest. And if it is, it may be like distant, distant cousins or something. The majority of everybody's in the Bronx. Um, but yeah, I miss it. I used to live there when I was much younger, not enough to remember a whole lot. Cause that was there like elementary school. I don't remember a whole lot. Um, but I do miss it cause it's so much family there. Um, here, as everybody knows, like I, I'm here by myself, like in Texas. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you don't have any family here. I don't know if it's the same thing for you, but it's like, for me, it's like, I don't have any family here. And it's just nice if you're family oriented to be around family. And so, yeah, I do miss it. I miss it a lot. And then even uh-huh. back in Tennessee, where my mom's at, it's like, there's no family there either. It's just my mom and her husband. So it's not really like a whole bunch of family. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You see, like me, I'm my, all my family's in New York. So I miss family and friends because that's where I'm born mm-hmm. and raised you know and so every time I go I get my fix I would say I get my New York fix and <laughs> yeah. just I need right. it I do it's kind of like breathing you know so you're gonna have a good time I mean it's not the same because of the whole quarantine mm-hmm. thing has been challenging for everybody but you know it's okay but I wanted to ask you what made you want to start the podcast to begin with I wanted to start it mainly to tell you know, our story, like if you're Afro-Latina, whether a light-skinned Afro-Latina or you're dark-skinned, whatever, I wanted us to be able to tell our different stories because all of us, whether we grew up in different areas and different, um, so like we'll say for you, like New York, your upbringing is going to be a lot different than a Tennessee background. So it's going to, you, you have way more culturally there than I would have in Tennessee. So just me being having the platform, because my goal was to be able to tell my story, but also bring in other people, but also, you know, bring my family because, you know, they're going to, I keep trying to get my dad in there, but he's like, I ain't getting on that podcast, <laughs> but um, just being able to tell a story. Like if I share my story, then further along, be able to interview other Afro-Latinas um, and just get everyone else's story. Um, cause my main, I want to get you on there and just see, you know, how you identify yourself. Cause I don't want to assume that's what you identify as. And so, um, just be able to talk that through and talk about what your experiences were or whoever experienced were. And that's what made me really want to start it. Cause my experience is different. So I just wanted to see how everyone else dealt with it. Um, family dealing with family. Um, because a lot of people, not all of us look the same in the family. <laughs> um, and so just getting that different, um, stories from everyone. That's why I started it. I love that. And yeah, I identify as an Afro-Latina as well. Okay. And I would love to be your platform because it's so much conversation, mm-hmm. you know, so much conversation to be had. And I, as I moved around, cause I think I told you I lived in Tennessee for like three I years. think you did tell me that. Cause I was like, we might've bumped into yeah. each other while I was there. Don't tell yes, us. For like over three years. And what I learned, I think New York is its own world. It, it is. really is. It's its own world. So you're still kind of connected really to your culture everybody kind of looks like you you have your same slang your talk your walk it's and when you start moving other places um it's not the same it's not
so what I was saying was it is a different experience. So in the South, mm-hmm. what I learned about the South is the South is the pain of America. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole different conversation. We yeah, definitely that's definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but I learned a lot, needless to say. So now tell me about Cliché B and your blog. <sighs> So I originally started Cliché B with just my, you know, my social media management, my freelance work. But then a lot of people were like, well, why aren't you expanding on the diary of an Afro-Latina? And I was like, well, there's so many. I was like, you really don't realize, but there's so many other blogs that actually focus on that. But then I also wanted to like highlight just not um, Afro-Latinas, women. I wanted to just do everyone who's Black whether you're Black American, Black Latina, Latino, or whether you don't identify as anything. And I was like, I haven't really seen that aspect of things where um, one platform can pretty much encompass everyone. It wasn't like, I don't, I don't want, I want a judgment-free zone. So a lot of people be like, Black Lives Matter, but do all Black lives really matter? Because I, I really paid attention to that. And when I was a uh, a recent thing happened. It was on um, the Black Love documentary. They posted a picture of two um, men and they were kissing. They have a whole family or whatever. Um, it was it was the coming out. Um, they, they posted for coming out week or day or whatever it was. I can't remember. Um, and a lot of people in the comments was like, I thought this was about Black love only. And I'm like, that is Black love. And they're like, no. I mean, like, heterosexual not homosexual and I'm like but it's still black love and the whole thing of the series is about black love as a whole so that really touched a nerve in me and I'm like wait I'm like no like it there should be a platform where anybody is okay black um and I'm speaking all things black um where no matter where you come (laughs) from right and so I wanted to have that platform for everyone. And that would made me. And then that's also like my portfolio at the same time. Um, even though a lot of people base my portfolio off of um, off of my personal Instagram, but I'm trying to build people off of my personal <laughs> Instagram onto something else. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's how pretty much it started. What have you learned about being a creator? Whew. Um, it is definitely very, it's fun. Um, it's fun, but sometimes you can find yourself in this hole of, how do I describe this? I'm trying the best way to describe it. It's a rewarding experience, but also it could also be this, if you're not taking care of yourself, it can be this thing where you just kind of get drained. And that's what I didn't want. Um, but I enjoy being a creative because, I mean, that's what I do. Freelance. <laughs> no, like all the time. It's just I like the fact that I can pretty much when it comes to at least speak for my, like my own work, being able to, to just be myself and not have to worry about what others think even like even the platforms that I do work with and all of them are black owned businesses they've given me that creative ability to be myself but still encompass their brand but I still have the free will to 
just just be me and have fun and um and I think that's the best thing about being creative it's like it's literally just you and a whatever art form that you have I like that so what kind of services do you provide if somebody wants to hire you what kind of services do you provide so my background is just clerical work in general um and so I start off with that so a lot of people are like, well, you just do social media management. No, it actually started off with me doing um, like personal assistant, but virtual, right? And so, sorry, personal assistant, but virtual. Um, and the clients I work with was like, but I also want you to work on my social media. They're like, I don't want to hire somebody else to do it. Um, so I ended up kind of like dibbling and dabbling in social media. And so I do social media management. I do like virtual assistant work, which a lot of people get confused. It's just basically a personal assistant that's virtually <laughs> managing your emails, uh, managing whatever it is you want me to manage. Literally, I do it. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, that's pretty much it in the gist because um, a lot of things I learn as I go because clients are like, I want you for personal assistant, but I also want to teach you 50 million other things too. Um, so sure. that's pretty much where I learned everything. So tell me, you did a post that I found really interesting, which talked about being paid what you're worth. Do you want to share about that? Okay, so I, I have an issue with, okay. So it's always especially with our people. And I've always had this issue with our people. It's, can I get a discount or as family? Can I get a discount? And I'm like, no. And I, I don't believe in getting a discount from anyone. Right. Um, and if someone's giving me something free, I'm like, I want to give you something for it. Like, I don't believe anything's free. Um, Cause you worked really hard for it. And I was having the issue of people just wanting to like use me or use other people that I know of. And I'm like, can we get paid what we're worth? And I'm like, I kind of, even in the, the, the most recent client I got, she, the biggest question she asked me, she was like, what are you worth? And, and I had to sit back and I had to question myself. And I'm like, what am I worth? Like, have I figured out what I'm worth? And she was like, you need to ask yourself this question all the time. You should know your worth because you never know how much someone's willing to pay unless you say it. You, Cause you end up downplaying yourself. Let's just throw a number out there. Say, I wanna hire you to um, you know, host an event. And you're like, well, I, you know, I'm like, how much do you think you're worth? And you just tell me $500, but I'm willing to pay you 2000, you know, for your speaking engagement. But you said 500, so I'm just gonna pay you the 500, even though I have the 2,000. So I think a lot of people we we dumb ourselves or we downplay ourselves, and I think we should do better with that. I I feel like whatever creative we are, we have to get to a point where we know our worth, and then when we know our worth, people start paying us what we're worth, um, and they stop asking us for discounts because they know we're not going to give the discounts, or you know we're going to deliver the service or whatever the case may be. And I was like, you have to get to that point. Or I've had clients just not pay me, like done all the work. Um, and it was a big trial and error. So I was learning. It was in the beginning. And I was like, oh, so you're going to pay me? And I didn't hear anything back. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, I had to like chuck that as a learning experience where I'm like, I did all this work. You said I did amazing. You got it. And I now when it comes to the payment, I don't get it. 
So all my creative work you got. What have you learned about that from that specific experience? Not getting paid because I mean I get all my money. Yeah, I get now I make it to where they pay me half up front because I was letting them pay me like hourly. Now I do retainers and I'm like, yeah, no, you're at least gonna have to pay me. It's some kind of half up front something. Um, I was like, because anything that you book, majority of the time, you're going to have to, whether it's a DJ, you got to pay them half up front and then finish the rest when they get there, whatever the case, whatever service it is, you're having to pay them half up front. So there's no issues. And I'm like, why am not, I not doing this? But I think I was just so scared that people wouldn't want to pay. But recently I've been noticing that people are willing to pay. I was just being silly thinking no one was going to pay whatever amount that I had. Um, and so I, I had to learn, that was a great learning experience because it was me new coming into the freelance world or um, a contractor, an I-9 employee. It was something new I had to learn. So what advice would you give to someone who is wants to start a business, being that you've already been in this game for a bit? What is a great piece of advice that you learned the hard way that you can probably advise somebody? Contracts are very important. Um, I don't think people understand the, the importance of contracts and speaking up for yourself. Because um, when you're a business owner or you're a freelancer and you kind of can gauge who your clients are. If you don't want to work with them no more, that's you. If you feel like you're being disrespected, that's one of the strengths that you have as a person. Like you can say no to something, you know what I'm saying? And I think I was so scared to do that in the beginning um, that, you know, it was just hard for me to do. But then I, I contracts, like I said, very, very important because I just started doing that. And then at the end of the day, knowing your worth. Um, and that goes back to what I said, knowing how much beforehand you want to be paid, people are willing to pay it <laughs> and more. And I'm like, people really gonna pay this? And someone even gave me way more than what I said. And they were like, no, you're not worth that. I'm gonna pay you double that. And I was like, really, me? You're gonna pay that? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just have confidence. I feel like if you're confident, um, as confident as I was going to interviews, I wanted to be as confident as I was whenever I landed the job, like later on, like when they're like talking money. Um, because a lot of us, we kind of, some of us tend to back up whenever it comes to the money aspect of things. Cause like, you don't want to um, give like any kind of push them away of like, okay, never mind, but you really want it. But at the end of the day, if they don't want to pay it, they really, you know, it just really wasn't meant to be for that position. Just having confidence. Be confident in what you want and your worth at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's also, I also see that like when you see multiple gyms mm-hmm. and there's gyms that charge you $10, mm-hmm. $5, $75, mm-hmm. $150. And it's, there's a budget for everybody and people are willing to pay whatever it mm-hmm. is regardless of this. So what is one of the, one thing that you want your kids to know about you? um that I am not perfect I make mistakes because kids tend to think their parents are perfect um I am far from perfect um and I want them to know that mistakes are okay we're okay with making mistakes whether it's in life in our career um we've all been there 
uh, whether it's in our like our education when you go to school we've all been there where we didn't do at like where we wanted to be the first time but then the second time we learned from those mistakes and you just grow from them and that's what I want them to learn so what is one of your favorite childhood memories in general Mm. no it so I can probably say because I traveled a lot being a military brat. Um, I think one of my favorite childhood memories is when when we moved to um, Pensacola. That was probably one of my favorite because I love the beach and my mom would like take us to the beach all the time. And, you know, I got to see jellyfish for the first time and see them swimming in the water. And I was like, you didn't really have that experience any other time. And it was just nice because it was a different atmosphere. I think that was just one of my favorites because my mom just traveled so much and she worked so much that I think that helped me experience just something else. And I got away and I'm trying to think of some of there's so much. I, and I think that would probably be like the main childhood experience that I can think of. It's just the experience of just being able to travel in general. I've went to nine different schools um, and that's from kindergarten to high school. High school is probably the longest I ever stayed at a school. Um, so yeah, so I would just say that. So tell me, what's your favorite, coffee or tea? coffee hands down I'm with you on the coffee okay <laughs> listen we're uh, I'm looking at Bustelo we need to I, get sponsored I, honey I'm gonna I'm gonna hey I'm gonna hit them up look my sis needs to be sponsored um we yes. all drink it over here <laughs> yes I love it it's so good whether you get the bag with the fresh ground and you ground it yourself or you get the the k-cups I'm like I have it all <laughs> Oh yeah, me too. So what is something that you can share, want to share that your followers don't know about you? What don't y'all know? It could be anything. <laughs> um, I don't think, what do I wanna share that y'all don't know about me? Oh, this is really weird, but a lot of people don't know. I don't tell many people this, that I used to be in JRRTC. Really? I was. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got an exclusive. <laughs> I never told anyone that because I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I was in JRTC um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, that was like one of my favorite things ever. And now I never told anyone that. Um, and I remember like just going to school and having them dress up in our uniform, and, but I would still be not be, cause everybody always classifies like, you're like a nerd or you probably just didn't have any friends, but I literally clicked with every group. Um, I never had any issues, but it was always like, just so funny to see me like be this girl in her military outfit on one or two days out the week, whatever it was. And, you know, just be okay with it. I really didn't care what people thought either, so. I still don't. I love it. <laughs> I love it. What is your favorite book if you have one? Ooh, so I have a whole bunch, but I will say, I'll say my favorite series 
this is really hard for me. This is really hard because I have a lot of books that I really like, like I like love that I've read over and over again. Um, like, um, it's gonna be really weird, but Twilight, that whole series. Okay. Hey, Cor- let me see what else. Um, the Divergent series. Um, yeah, those are like I don't just have one, and I have lots of books in here. <laughs> I'm like I don't know. A lot of them I read multiple times, um, oh but those God. that I can really say that those are like for sure. Like since I've read them multiple times, I can say those are by far my favorite. Okay, is there one that's like life changing per se? That is not a series. No. Like, do you have like a favorite that's like your go-to? Um, oh, I could say this one. I finished this book. It was The Alchemist. Yes. That one was <clears throat> amazing. Definitely makes you just look at everything in a new light or in a different view of things. That book was really great. I got it as a gift and I definitely love that book. It's like definitely one of those staples that I will definitely, I can go back and read that book over again. It's, it's just that type of book. I have that in my library for sure. I want a personal library one day. I do too. I do too. Just Ooh. want a whole room with a nice lounge, like a chair, yes. soundproof. Don't nobody come in here and I can log it. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Okay. What is your favorite movie? Do you have one? Okay, this is going to be really weird, too. And I don't know if people are going to be like, that's your favorite movie? Okay, Pretty Woman is my favorite movie. <laughs> Pretty Woman is one of my favorite movies. I love Julia Roberts, so that's probably why. But that one's probably my favorite because it just, it, there's so much in that movie, just as far as just women in general, um, and just like owning your sexuality and just being a woman and, the judgment that came from all the stuff she went through, that just, it spoke so much, but I think it's so relevant now. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna share mine. So mine, oh God, and a lot of people don't even know this. It's called Salsa. And Salsa was like, before Dirty Dancing. So Dirty Dancing really stole a lot of the moves from Salsa. It's like an 80s movie. So it's all like, from it's like um, this Puerto Rican uh-huh. couple, you know, this Puerto Rican guy trying to make it to Puerto Rico, but they have Celia Cruz's in it, Tito Puentes in it. I feel like I've seen this. It's so dope. It's like 80s. I even have the soundtrack in my car. Like I know <laughs> You're like, <laughs> No, I don't. Every word. Every word. 10 records. I know it from front to back. Um, One of the guys, his name is Robbie Sosa. He was like one of the original Mm -hmm. Menudo. So he's like the main character. And so I'm like obsessed. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm a nerd. (laughs) And now I'm going to have to see if I can find it somewhere. Because I feel like I've seen it. You need to watch I it. I want to say someone else told me the same thing. Have. And then I was like, oh, that's what that movie is like. Okay. 
they're dancing, they're yeah. singing. I mean, I love it. Just the music. You're right. The dancing. You know, like everything like culturally mm-hmm. is like it's oh, all there. God. It's everything. Everything's I think you love it. I okay. love it. It just feels like I to watch Tito Pe- uh, Puentes uh-huh. play uh Celia. Like it's just the vibe of Sasa. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yes, I love this freaking movie. I'm definitely so now I'm gonna once I find it, I'm hoping somewhere there's somewhere I could watch it. Um with all these platforms that are out here. Um YouTube. I wouldn't be surprised. YouTube might too, you're honest. right. That's what I said. Everything's out everywhere now. Um so I should be able to find there. it. I'm gonna check that out. That's the geek in me. <laughs> That's me. And I'll give you one more so you're not alone. Um, I love Legally Blonde. I love Legally Blonde too. Oh my gosh, that's another one of my favorites. I don't tell people that very often. But I do. that is one of my favorites. I think the other day, um, I think I was talking to my mom on the phone. And I was like, is that Legally Blonde playing in the background? She's like, how do you know that? It's like, that's my favorite movie. Oh, and Grease. Grease is another one of my favorite movies. Yes, Miss Congeniality. That one too. Oh my gosh, we're like on the same page right now. <laughs> I love all that stuff. And then of course, I'm like oh, a Marvel head. Mm-hmm. So I like all the Marvel movies, uh-huh. you know, like all the superheroes. Love- I'm one of those people that dress up. Oh, so you like doing cosplay. <laughs> cosplay. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm one of those people, like super nerd, for sure. Are you dressing up for Halloween? <laughs> I, you know, this year, huh, I wanted to do Storm Ooh. to honor Black Panther because I love that would have been Black dope. Panther. But I don't think I'm gonna get what I want in regards oh. to like, the costume because mm-hmm. of COVID. Yeah, I wanted to have it made, Ooh. you know, like have it, and then have and then have my curls like um in white, Ooh. like spray it white. That would be so dope. Yeah, I want. Th- I'm gonna save it for next year because I want to be outside. Listen, if I'm doing all this, I'm gonna definitely be outside. Be outside. And nobody's trying to be inside <laughs> dressing up. Outside. No, 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 no. No, not now. No. It's not safe to be outside. <laughs> Do you dress up? Um, I haven't the past couple of years. Normally, okay. I just let the kids do their thing. Um, someone else asked me that today. They're like, "Are you dressing up like a whole like family outfit?" I'm like, "No." I'm like, "I'm not." <laughs> You guys can be like the Incredibles. That's someone else said that too. But I was like, that is so cute. You can be the Incredibles. My youngest daughter is actually, I mean, the middle daughter, she's going to be Supergirl. And then I love it. my son's going to be Joker. And then he told me I should be Harley Quinn because I love Harley Quinn. Um, and then um, I was like, I don't know what Raina's going to be. <laughs> Baby Yoda. Have you Ooh, seen Baby Yoda? Yes. I, Have you seen the costumes for Baby Yoda? Yes. <laughs> I love Baby Yoda. Like oh I'm like obsessed. My, you're right. I wonder if they have any left. They should. I thought okay, I saw so them at Target. Check Hot Topic. Don't judge me. I love Hot Topic. But I got, I love Hot Topic. I ordered myself, I'm trying to be quiet, uh, a sweater with like a Yoda hat. <laughs> It's like has the hood for, my, for me for my girlfriend. He's like you're like shh. <laughs> I will be wearing and posting it, but it has the ears and everything. It's like you guys are gonna be like, me. what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Because <laughs> I done got the Wonder Woman jacket. I just ordered it for my birthday. 
I already have like the the crown, which I've worn to work. I'm just gonna put that out there. And I work for a corporate <laughs> office. Because oh <laughs> somebody said, oh, dress uh, like you want what you want, like, you know, dress for the job you want. <laughs> so I she said, Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, they did wow. say dress did up. Say, I'm just saying. Exactly. But yeah, that's me. I'm like that girl. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Listen, last year I was bad girl. I, I went dress up. I like that. Yeah, and I went just to work like that. Dress up. Yeah, it's fun. Like, but this year I'm like, hmm, COVID is is really like sucking it. You know what I mean? Maybe you can just do something real simple. You can't go all out like you normally do. A t-shirt or something, you know? But or this um jacket you got. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna have to send you a picture of it because I love Please. it. I'm like obsessed. Yeah, I need to chill. I'm like, I'm going to be a child forever. I swear to God. It's okay. We can all be children forever. It's okay. It's all good. So tell people how they can find you on social media. Um, You can find me on um, Instagram and Twitter at TG, like the girl knows curls, but it's TG um, knows curls on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and then you can also find me on my business Instagram, which is just cliche B, which is K-L-A, S is in Sam, H is in house, A-E, B is in boy. Um, so yeah, that's where you can all find me. I'm crazy on Twitter. I've actually done, I, I, I've cooled it on Twitter a little bit. I'm, you know, I'm not as crazy as I used to be. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I have my moments, but definitely you can check me out on there. <laughs> make sure you guys follow her she's amazing she's doing some amazing things i cannot wait to see what you continue to do and definitely definitely we need to collaborate on something and i want to thank you for being a guest on the show i appreciate you and everyone until the next one have a good one this week's affirmation is I am a whole vibe. You really are. Hey, gorgeous people. One last thing. You can find the podcast on the following platforms. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. You can listen to the podcast really on any platform that you prefer to listen to this episode or any of my episodes. And one last thing, uh, leave us a review on iTunes. That's the way they can find us. The more the reviews are on there, the more the podcast gets to be seen. As always, I appreciate you guys. And until the next one, have a good one.